Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Glory to God. Well, we're beginning a new year. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, there's nothing magical about the beginning of a year. It's just another day. But it does mark time. And uh, when we look back, you know, we've, we're coming to uh, here in just a couple of months, three months, we'll, we'll mark the anniversary of two weird years. In March 2020, I remember on the, on the first Sunday of March, uh, uh, Tony Cook was here. Anybody remember Brother Tony Cook? He ministered on the supernatural in the church, ministered on Sunday morning, Sunday night. There was no information about COVID. Now, I'm, there was a little bit on the news, but it wasn't on anybody's radar. People up there were talking about it, but we, no one here was talking about it. It was completely off our radar. And, uh, and he left on Monday, and boy, I'm telling you, that week, the, our government did everything they could to scare us to death. And uh, by the next Sunday, that was the topic of the next Sunday morning message. So I preached that Sunday, that next Sunday, whatever that would be, the 15th, I guess, and Sunday morning and Sunday night. The next Sunday, we had three services. Limited to 50 people apiece. And we had to, you had to sign up to see if you could get in one of those services. And we didn't have another Sunday night service until uh, May, I guess. And didn't have any Wednesday night services except the youth. The youth did meet on Wednesday nights out in the, in the parking lot between the buildings. Because, because Pastor Greg rightly understood. He said, we have to keep the youth together. And uh, some of them, that's the only time they came to church was, was Wednesday night. And so they met out in between the buildings and they continued to have service outdoors. So we had, we had a service inside or three services that Sunday. And the following Sunday, we met in the parking lot. And we had seven or eight uh, Sundays out there in the parking lot. Wasn't that a wonderful time? It was. I mean, God just blessed us, you know. We were doing what we should do. And, uh, you know, and then uh, we finally came back, you know, in, into this building then in May, right after Mother's Day. But, uh, you know, the world drastically changed in March of 2020. Drastically changed. Not just here, but the whole world changed. Now, people have asked, you know, you've, you've heard it. You've heard the, the uh, uh, pundits, you know, making their, their predictions. Well, you know, will everything be back? Will anything be back to normal again? Will it always be this way? And you hear people saying, well, it's changed forever. You know, it, it never, we'll never go back to being the way we were. Well, you know, those people don't have a real good sense of history. I mean, after the bubonic plague, things pretty much returned to normal. Uh, now, uh, normal can be adjusted but to have the idea that we'll never know freedom again, that it'll just be craziest, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But it seems like uh, for some reason or another, people are wanting to hold on, you know, to, to every little bit of restrictions they can, they can uh, uh, pull off against people. And, uh, and so, you know, there's, there is still a virus. Uh, 
that is mutating, and we, we, we all know all about that. And so we don't know what 2022 was going to hold in terms of, uh, you know, what it's going to be like. Is, is, is 2022 the year that we kind of shift back and things get normal again? Or is it, you know, is another year of craziness? I don't know. But I know this, that God is the same. He'll be the same this year that he was last year and the year before that and the year before that and the decades before that. God's word has not changed. God's plan for his church has not changed. The truth has not changed. Now facts do change. Things arise that, that were not here before and then they become into manifestation. They are facts, but facts are always subject to change. God's word is not subject to change. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I, uh, I want us to, to go, I've, I really want to go a couple of different directions today. And so I'm trying to discipline myself. Uh, and so I want us to go first of all to 1 Corinthians Chapter 2, God has protected us. I said God has protected us. We've not lost one person to COVID. Not one person. And, and have only had two or three people with any serious complications associated with COVID. And God gets the glory. God has protected us. He will continue to watch over us. He will continue to protect us. Amen. Not just against COVID, but anything. Anything. There are a lot of people that believe there are all kinds of dangers out there. There may be. There may be new viruses. There may be new pandemics. But you know what? We've discovered the truth. And we've proven that God will take care of his own even in a pandemic. The world has no control over it. But God has control over anything we commit to him. Anything in any area we trust him in, he will take care of that. Amen. Have you found the second chapter of 1 Corinthians? Amen. Let's start in verse number 6. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Yet not the wisdom of this age. Church, we have to be aware and conscious of the wisdom of this age that's always trying to get into our hearts and into our minds and into our conscience. The wisdom of this world and of this age is contrary to God's wisdom. You can say amen, it won't hurt you. Amen. He said... We speak, the, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, but not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, 
who are coming to nothing. Now he's talking there, when he's talking about the rulers of this, of this age, he wasn't talking about the Roman Senate. He wasn't talking about the emperor. He was talking about those, those uh, spiritual rulers behind the scenes. And he said, the rulers of this age are coming to nothing. The principalities, powers, rulers, and so forth that operate in the spirit realm that are hostile to the church and hostile to the gospel and hostile to the things of God, they have been declining ever since Jesus was raised from the dead. They're, they're coming to their end. They're, they're marching to destruction. He said, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. I want you to think about that word, prepared. The things which God has prepared for those who love him. How many of you love the Lord? I mean, you're not just playing church. You love God. Sister... Uh, Lizzie here on, on Wednesday night, if you, didn't, if you weren't here, first of all, you should have been here. Secondly, secondly, you ought to get her, her message if you didn't hear it. It's excellent. And for people who love God, God responds to people who love him. You do. I do. We respond to people who genuinely love us. God responds to the love of his saints. And it says that he has prepared things. God's not running around at the last minute trying to patch stuff up. He's not trying to come up with solutions to your latest dilemma. God has prepared, he has already prepared things for us that are uh, appropriate to the need. That correspond to whatever need you're going through or I'm going through or what we might be going through collectively as a church. God has prepared things. Glory to God. <laughs> For those who love him. Now, of course, you've heard me uh, expound on this before when it says, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man. He's quoting from the Old Testament, and that was true in the Old Testament. He's quoting this to make a point, and the point is in the next verse, but God has revealed them. So it's no law. See, in the past, it was eye has not seen and ear has not heard. But now, God has revealed them. 
That's part of that mystery that he was talking about. He said, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the ages for our glory. The reason it had not entered into the hearts of men in the Old Testament under the Old Covenant, the reason I had not seen and ear had not heard was because these, these things were hidden. These things that God has prepared for us were hidden. They weren't hidden from us. They were hidden from them, but they were hidden for us. Glory to God. And now, and now, they're being openly declared by the Spirit of God. God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. Say this, God has revealed them to me through His Spirit. Say this, God has revealed unto me the things he has prepared for me. He's revealed them. So, well, I don't know what they are. Well, hang in there. Because the, if you don't know what they are, it's not because he hasn't revealed them. God reveals them to us by his spirit. For the spirit, he says, searches all things. You know, there's nothing outside the the realm of the Holy Spirit's purview. There's nothing above his pay grade. There's no no category of, of information that he's not privy to. Amen. Because why? The Spirit searches all things. The Spirit's the Spirit is constantly, uh, what is the expression? Plumbing the depths. Is that, is, that, is that a right expression? We're out at sea. Plumbing the depths. So where, where's Captain Kirby? How, how does that happen on a boat? What, what do you do when you're plumbing a depth? Speak real loud. Yeah, so they could, they, could, they could search out how deep it was. They could, they could find out what was down there too, I'm guessing. I'm guessing if, if, there, if there were things down there that they'd find that out. The Spirit searches all things. The deep things. Now he's not searching who's going to win the national championship. He's not searching that out. He's searching out the deep things of God. Well, let me ask you. Why why would the Spirit be searching out the deep things of God for himself? He already knows He's searching out the deep things of God because there are things in the deep that we need. There are things far below the surface that God has prepared. God has put some stuff for us in the deep that no man has ever seen. 
No eye, no natural eye has ever laid uh, eyes on it, so to speak. No one, there are some things that, that no man knows, but they've been prepared. And if they're prepared for us, the Spirit is searching those things out. What's he, what's he doing? He's, he's letting us know what's down there. He's letting us know what belongs to us. And like I said, there are things we've never seen. Now, I know most of you feel like you've seen everything. Oh, yeah, if you got anything new, God, let me know. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot we don't know yet. But it's not, it's not being withheld from us. It's being held for us. They were prepared for us. They were hidden for us. The hidden wisdom that the Spirit of God is, is constantly bringing up. Stay in fellowship with the Spirit. Stay in fellowship with the Spirit through the Word and through prayer. Through the Word and through... Wow, I'm way off my topic. <laughs> Hallelujah. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world uh, the wisdom of this world is flawed the wisdom of this age and the spirit of this age and the spirit of this world it's all flawed and all of us have been affected by it all of us have been and can be affected by the wisdom of this age and the wisdom of this world. But it says here, we've received, we didn't receive that spirit, but the spirit who is from God. Why? Why did God give us the spirit? It says right here, that we might know the things which have been freely given to us by God. Glory to God. Thank God for what has been revealed. Thank God for the preparations. The things that God has prepared for us and the, and the ways that he has prepared us for things. In one place over in, in 2 Corinthians it says... Uh, something to the effect uh, that God has prepared us for these things. There are things prepared for us, but we're being prepared, have been prepared, will continually be prepared for the things that we need to, to confront. There's a, there's a, there's a two sides to the preparation. God's preparing things, but we have to be prepared to receive those things. We have to be prepared to walk in the things that God has for us. This year, 2020, let us purpose in our heart to respond to the preparation of the Spirit. Now, now Captain Kirby said that the old, 
old uh, plumbing, you know, that when, the, when they'd plumb these depths, you couldn't really tell what was down there. But with modern imagery, they can see what's on the bottom. Well, the Holy Spirit sees better than that. Amen. Amen. He knows what's ahead. I don't know what's ahead unless the Holy Spirit would specifically show me. Generally speaking, we don't know what's ahead. We don't know what tomorrow's going to hold. <laughs> but the Spirit, the Spirit searches out everything. And Jesus said that the Spirit would show us things to come. 2020 caught us by surprise. I mean, when stuff started unfolding in March and April and, and, and into the spring and summer of 2020, we couldn't hardly believe it. We're thinking, what in the world has happened to the world? It, 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 it completely took us by surprise. Didn't take God by surprise. And really, we don't have to know everything that's ahead. All we need to do is to stay in fellowship with the Spirit. Through the Word and through prayer, stay in fellowship with the Spirit. And when there's something we need to know, He'll show it to us. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. God spent a long time preparing us for these times. He didn't just start preparing us, you know, back in February of 2020. God has been preparing his church to stand in these last days with these kinds of things. God's been preparing his church. Unfortunately, not everybody in the church has been responsive. We saw when this, when this thing hit in March of, of, uh, last, of 2020, we saw... Churches that evidently uh, weren't, hadn't, take, hadn't taken advantage of the preparation that God provided. Saw churches go in all kinds of different directions and responding in, in, uh, in, out of fear. Yeah. And, uh, but, but the people of God who have been listening those by the, by, of us, by the grace of God, not by anything that, that we can take credit for, but by the grace of God, we might not be perfect, but we've been prepared. We've been prepared in faith. Can you imagine what... Well, you can. I start to say, can you imagine what we would look like if we were just nominal church people and never heard about faith and how faith works, and then, then I answered that question. Yeah, we can imagine. We see it all around us. We see it all around us. But faith made the difference. We put that banner up over the, over the front of the church. Fear not. Do not be afraid. Why? Because we were based in faith. You see, when a, when a person's living by faith, they're not afraid. In fact, go with me over to, uh, go with me to the 103rd Psalm. I think that's where that is. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. That's not where it is. Go with me to something else. Go to uh, Isaiah. That's where it is. Isaiah 54. 54. Hallelujah. Let's start in verse number 11. Isaiah 54, verse 11. O you tossed, O you afflicted one, tossed with tempest and not comforted. Behold, I will lay your stones with colorful gems and lay your foundations with sapphires. I will make your pinnacles of rubies, your gates of crystal, and all your walls of precious stones. All your, listen, if it looks like it's bad, (laughs) God's got a plan. I said, God has a plan. It might look like you're being tossed and there's a tempest and you're not comforted, but God's got a plan. God has prepared a way, amen? All your children shall be taught by the Lord. What's gonna happen to our children? What's going to happen to our children? What kind of world is, are our children going to be raised up in? What's going to happen? What's going to happen at school? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Here's what's going to happen. All your children shall be taught by the Lord. And great shall be the peace of your children. <laughs> that brings parents some peace. Amen. There's great peace for parents. Knowing that great shall be the peace of your children. Instead of fretting over what's going to happen to the kids, start rejoicing for the great peace that will be manifested in our children. And that they will be taught by the Lord. You've heard me tell this, you know, many times when our children were small. My wife and I made a declaration. Well, I did it first because she wasn't really on board, but she got on board. And uh, I declared right right away, well, when oldest one was born, I wasn't in that condition, but when I got back in a fellowship with the Lord, and then, and then when Greg came along, I said, my kids will always know God. My kids will grow up, they'll be born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, walk in the blessing of God. They'll always know God. And I taught them by precept and example, but the Lord taught them too. It says, all your children shall be taught by the Lord. That means you're, you can claim revelation knowledge for your kids. Oh yeah, it's good, it's good to do what you can do. Put the, put the scriptures, you know, and, uh, on a level they can, they can uh, understand it. Somebody was telling me this week about a, about a, a Bible story book they found and how good it was, how it just took the stories of the Old Testament and just put it out in such a, a good fashion and uh, so make it so easy for the children. All those things are great. But God, God will take what we give him and he will teach. 
he will teach. It, it makes all the difference in the world whenever you're teaching your children. But when, but when the Holy Spirit, when God begins to teach your children. And they start saying things to you and you think, I never said that. That had to be from the Holy Ghost. Oh, what are, you, you parents know what I'm talking about. What, what a reward it is when you, when you discover, my kids, they've been listening to God. He's been talking. Well, that's what he said he would do. Claim that, parents. Claim it for your children. Claim they will be taught by the Lord. Amen, that's a promise. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression. For you shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. Now notice this, verse 15. Indeed, they, that's oppression and fear, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. See, we all know that if you live by faith, living by faith doesn't mean that you're never going to face opposition. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. James said, count it all joy when you fall into different tests and trials. Amen. Peter said that, it, that the trying of your faith, the proving of your faith, produces patience. And he said, your faith is more precious than gold. But even gold has to be tried in the fire sometimes. So the idea that if you're going to live for God and, and, and uh, live by faith, you're never going to have any trouble. And the enemy's not going to try to, to knock you down. Oh, he'll try. He'll try. He said, they shall surely come. They'll assemble. Have you ever felt like the devil was assembling, <laughs> amassing a, a, an army against you? He said, yeah, they'll assemble. Whatever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. <laughs> oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. I'm talking about 2020. Talking about 2020. He said, behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coal in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the spoiler to destroy. Somebody said, well, that, mean, that must mean that God uh, ordains. No. No, God created everything. God created the devil. God created, listen, anything that, that in this world that can come against you, just know they're still, it's, it or they are still answerable to the creator. He is still God. Hallelujah. That's all that means. No weapon, verse 17, you can all quote it. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you, you sh in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. <laughs> When the enemy comes in and wants to start talking, when he wants to give you a message, 
in other tongues. <laughs> when he wants to give you a message of defeat and fear and failure and demise and plunder and all of the things that, that uh, the, the wisdom of this age, this age likes to revel in. The wisdom of this age likes to, it, it, it revels in bad news. When these things come in, he said, you shall, you sh- every tongue, every message which rises against you in some kind of judgment, you shall condemn, you shall put it down, and this is your heritage. This is our heritage. In 2020, we're going to walk in our heritage. In our inheritance, our heritage belongs to us. We're going to walk in faith. We're going to walk in the authority of the believer. The authority that's ours in the name of Jesus. By and through that powerful, all-powerful name. Glory to God. We're going to walk in that like we have. Now, see, it's easy to look at your life sometimes and sort of... uh, uh, micro focus your attention, and you know sometimes if if you look at things too closely, you see blemishes that really don't matter. You get into you get in the mirror, you get one of those big magnifying glasses, and you start. You, I mean, you'll find some crazy stuff. Like my lord, I'm an ugly mess. You're looking too close. <laughs> <laughs> we all have imperfections in the natural, don't we? Little blemishes. Some big blemishes. And just got this big bruise on her face that she was so worried about today or concerned about today. I said, honey, wear a mask. And then nobody will know. <laughs> but... Uh, we can, we can spiritually focus so tightly on every little thing in our life that we miss his hand upon us. We miss his blessing upon us. Amen. We're going to walk in our inheritance just like we have last year and the year before. Has everything just been like a fairy tale, perfect? No. He said, these things will surely assemble. They're going to come. Trouble is going to come. Opposition is going to come. I remember one of the, the, I guess probably the first word that that Kenneth Hagin ever spoke of for my wife and me, over me, first of all, and he had never given me a, you know, a, a word of wisdom or anything like that. And he, and he told me some good things. And he said, the devil will fight you every inch of the way. I said, thanks a lot. <laughs> he said, the devil will fight you every inch of the way as you take your stand. But he said, put him on the run. Put him on the run. Put him on the run with the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost. See, the enemy, the enemy will come in and he will, he will surely assemble. Put him on the run. That's what we're going to do in 2020. We're going to keep him on the run. We're going to keep him on the run. Hallelujah. 
So he's, he's, a, he's a great bluffer. He's a, he's a deceiver. And, he's a, and he bluffs. And he makes us feel sometimes, if we're not walking, if we lose sight of this, we'll feel like he has the upper hand. He is running scared, church. I, I said the devil is running scared. He knows his time is evaporating. He knows his lease is about to run out. He knows what... <laughs> he, will, he wants to paint a picture of you sometime, show you what your future is, don't look so bright. I like to remind him of his future. Talk about a bad looking future. Amen. He's on the run. How do I know that? Because it says resist the devil and he will flee from you. He flees every time you resist. Well, it didn't look like he, he, he flees. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. The devil's running scared. He tried his best. Think about it. In 2020, 2021, he did his best against this church and it fell flat. Fell flat. Fell flat. Glory to God. Fell flat. We're all still here. We've had a prosperous two years. We've been enjoying the blessings of God. Yes, there have been attacks here and there, but God brought us through. Every single time he puts us over, he always carries us through. He always sees us to the other side. Glory to God. And we're stronger and better every single time. Glory to God. This year will be no exception. It will be more of the same. And further... Some more of those deep things. Some more of those things that we haven't seen that he's bringing up at the right time, at the appropriate time, just when we need the things that God prepared for us before the beginning of time, before the foundation of the ages. He prepared certain things for our glory, the Bible says. This time that we're living in now, God has, they've been laying down there in the deep water. Where's Nobody sees them, but the spirits, he's constantly checking those things out. He's constantly checking those things. And when, and, and when the time is right for us, whatever the situation might be, there's no reason, there's no reason to provide things that God has prepared until we need them. There are some things that we haven't seen because we haven't needed to see them. There are some answers that we've not known because we didn't, we didn't even have the question. But as we go into 2022 and whew, 2022, <laughs> 2022, as we go further, those things that God has prepared just been laying there eons. Spirit, reach down, pull those things up. We're going to see some things this year. Oh, glory to God. We're going to be every bit victorious in 22 as we were in 21 and 20 and 2095. And we're going to be as every bit as victorious as that, but more so, but more so. 
but more so. More victory, more answers, more power, more glory. God has preparing, been preparing us for his glory. Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going forward. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, thanks for bearing with me today. That was kind of a scattershot. But praise the Lord. 2022. I wish I had something that rhymed. <laughs> Anybody could come up with that. 2022 is going to be a good year for you, I know. <laughs> 2022, boo, <laughs> says the Lord. The Lord said boo in 22. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. What's he saying for us in 22? Everything he said before. <laughs> Everything, all the promises of God are yes and amen in him in 22. Glory to God. All the promises of God. All the blessing of God. And even those deep things that need to be brought up as the need arises. Oh, hallelujah. We're going to overcome. Glory to God. I mean, I, I, I hardly can't wait to see what, what's going to happen this year. Glory to God. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.